If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Ring, 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 ring. May I please speak with Zoe? Oh, hello, Lamorne. Let's patch in Hannah. God, I forgot what it was like working with you guys. Welcome to our show. Let's see here. Sorry, you guys. I was... Um Looking at Schmidt's penis cast in the background. <laughs> uh, no, I just have photos of his penis cast as uh, motivation oh, in the background. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm looking to make. Should a we have a day. moment of silence or? Uh, no, no, not yet. Okay. Not. Okay. Not yet. Should we say grace? <laughs> yes, we should. <laughs> um, Lord Almighty, all, our Father, we thank you for or mother the image or mother. Uh, we thank you for the image of Schmidt and his penis cast for mm. inspiration for this episode. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we would like to welcome our very distinguished guest, Nelson Franklin. Thanks Woo! for being here. Yay! Yeah, what yeah, a pleasure. Yeah. What an honor. Thank you for having me. We have a fantastic show today. We are recapping episode one two oh, one. Me. <laughs> we have a fantastic show today we are recapping episode two oh one relaunch um, i probably should have uh interrupted you uh, <laughs> we're, <laughs> we're recapping episode two oh one relaunch relaunch we're relaunching our lives uh we're relaunching um her show yeah, the show everything the everything. show yeah, yeah. And we have someone you may know him as Robbie, but we know him as Mister Nelson Franklin. Franklin. That's right. No. Uh, Robbie, also, you know, spoiler alert: my Jess's third cousin. <laughs> yeah, <That's right>. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice twist, which makes a lot of sense. What's up, Nelson? How you doing? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm very well. I'm so happy to see you guys. It's been a long Likewise. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a very, very long time, my friend. Um, before we get into the the the, the recap of, of exactly what this episode is, tell us how did you how this come about? What were you doing in that moment when you got this call of the greatest uh, the greatest job uh, of your life? <laughs> I know you're joking, but it is one of the greatest jobs, definitely of my life. It was Aww. so fun. Uh, you know, I was just doing the audition thing, and I, I was dating my wife Georgia 
back then, and um, we we had planned a trip to New York. We were going to take our first trip together uh, out of town, oh. and uh, we had friends in New York, and and then I blew the trip off to do New Girl instead. I got the, <gasps> I got the <laughs> well, I got the at least she forgave you. She went without me and had a great time. <laughs> and, then, uh, and then that gig turned into a seven-year job, so I don't regret it for one second. Wow! Did they just say oh, it was God. just two episodes? Yeah, That's it was just it? two. Yeah, I was just there to you know make Schmidt angry for two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, it was a good. Yeah, and you were doing a lot of other like shows. I feel like at the same time, right? Yeah, you I was doing making the Blackish and a couple of other shows too. I don't think I was on Blackish yet, but I think oh, I was okay. doing. You- you got Veep. it. You are in because Veep. of us, right? Right. <laughs> That's it. That's exactly. Right. <laughs> Opened all the doors. Like, we yeah. saw you on New Girl, and we think you've got a future. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We we saw you dancing awkwardly. It was the green spandex. Exactly. Oh. <laughs> oh, that was the second one. Yeah. Oh man. Yeah, I that was the Halloween episode. Later, they put you in that green spandex. Yeah. Um, one of the funniest things where you see Max Greenfield break multiple times on camera <laughs> just trying to hold it together while uh while you sit there and take his insults and he just can't handle it is that the first time you saw yourself in green spandex that's oh, absolutely but not the last because then but i did the it last. again i did it again on new girl oh no i was in a red jumpsuit not a green one that's right. <laughs> yeah. well everyone um, loved it so much they were like let's bring this back yeah what of you yeah. they were very um, happy I'm very tall, so my crotch was at eye level for Max all the time when he was like sitting. <laughs> <laughs> uh, folks, if you're uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, this is season two of Welcome to Our Show, and uh, we're going to switch things up a little bit. We're going to do things a little bit differently. We're going to not only um, have a little sit down chat with our dear friend Nelson Franklin, but he's also going to help us recap this episode. You know, sometimes we'll just recap an episode. Sometimes we'll have an interview. But this time we're going to combine the best of the both worlds. Uh, so, yeah. I know, Nelson, we're doing it because you're here. <laughs> and we know how good you are at recapping. Exactly. Oh, We've <laughs> seen all your other recaps. So let me tell you something. All the recaps. A plus, man. A plus. Thank you. Remember um, when you did that recap thing? We liked it. <laughs> yeah, I do um, private recaps. This will be my first public recap. <laughs> yeah, you get paid big bucks to privately recap. That's right. So. Yeah, I'm a personal recapper. <laughs> recapa, recapa. We don't do the er on the show. Sure. Oh, um, right. <laughs> the uh, I forgot. So the fl- <laughs> so the flatmates, they're struggling with major life changes. Jess gets fired from her job as a teacher, the only profession she's ever considered. But Jess, you know, that's Jess. And she's always tries to see the, the glass half full. After all, if you don't go to work, you don't have to put your boobs in boob jail. Boob jail, so, one of my favorites from this. I know, it's a thing that we always say around my household. Um, yeah. Now, uh, <laughs> that's a, it is another boob pe- jail. I'm just going to say is it, it. Is it really? It is. It's it a is great description. Boob jail because it's like you're not free you know not free no. speaking of Strap things that in. are not free uh schmidt's penis definitely not free in <laughs> yeah, this episode penis yeah. jail yeah yeah but it's functioning now mostly and he and he wants to celebrate with uh, with a danger themed party he ropes in nick as a bartender and winston is determined to get nick to craft the fruity explosions that make him get weird uh <laughs> that's just a winston thing lamorne does not do that um, <laughs> Lamorne uh, doesn't like fruity drinks at drinks. all, you guys. I don't. I don't. Don't put a pineapple. Not even a smoothie. Only, no. yeah, he won't even drink a smoothie. We've That's never seen him drink a smoothie ever, unhealthy. for sure not. <laughs> um. uh, now, Jess also <laughs> convinces Schmidt to hire her as a shot girl, but the term is lost in translation, and Jess shows up as a cigarette girl from the thirties, uh, <laughs> you know, in her O2's bathing suit, and struggles to keep up with the more experienced half-brained girl, shot girl Casey, played by Parker Posey. Literal yeah. half-brained. Half brain. Just she says that that she yeah. has brain damage. Um, right. uh, <laughs> Wild. She was not, not Parker, but the character. The character. The character. The character. She's a genius. Parker Posey's a genius. Literally a genius. Yeah. Graduated Literally MIT. Genius. Um, now, uh, now, Nick tries to keep Jess's spirits up by being mean to her, which is very strange, uh, or kink. I don't know what that is. Uh, Winston yeah. brings a box of fruit. So Nick can get to work, and the overall party <laughs> is a huge success until CC arrives, which I also thought was strange. And uh, and then we can see Schmidt's real reason for throwing the party. Now she hasn't spoken to him in months. As Schmidt goes to make his move, CC introduces her new boyfriend, Robbie. 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 Now, he, he is not what Schmidt has expected. He's not rich. 
or super fit. Sorry, that's what they said in here. I didn't say that. Um, or Prince Charming. Sorry, that's what they said in here. I didn't say that. Um, but you are all those things. <laughs> yes, I am. You're playing a part. It's acting. My part. <laughs> um, now, all those things, it makes, Schmitz, uh, it makes Schmidt a little crazy, you know? So he decides to spend fire as a way to win her back. That was dumb. Instead, he almost kills Robbie. And uh, Cece lets Schmidt down easy by saying, we're too similar to ever work out. Schmidt's crushed, but he's not giving up. Jess eventually must feel her feelings. It sucks to be fired, but as Nick reminds her, life will get better again, and then it'll be shitty. That's life, and that's what happened in episode 201, Relaunch. Let's break hey. it down. Do you remember the song? <laughs> I remember it so well, that sexy girl all around the world. <laughs> do you remember the song? Wait, what? There's like what? a song I had to do a dance to, so I heard it like a million times. Uh, I don't think so, I've heard it like before or since, but it's in doing, the show. I remember <laughs> you were up on the table with Parker dancing on the table. Yeah. yeah. I never thought in my life that I would get to do dance on a bar with Parker Posey, but I did. You don't dream Dreams. big enough. Dreams happen. I didn't dream big enough. We've always said that about you, Zoe. You don't dream big enough. <laughs> I don't. I probably don't. I should I should have been thinking that should have been on my uh, vision board, but it, it wasn't. <laughs> um, so let's dive right in. Uh, this episode directed by Steve Pink, written by Kay Cannon. Uh, in the in the beginning of this episode, uh, something strange happens to Jess. She gets she gets fired. Yeah, yeah, she gets she gets fired. She gets, she gets fired. Yeah, but not uh, from a, not from anything she did. It was just layoffs, right? Am I just remembering? Layoffs. Yeah, and the just worst l- presentation of how to get fired. <laughs> yeah. There's bad news, and then there's bad news, and then a sombrero, and then a tiny, and then a <laughs> tiny hat. Yeah, yeah. All right, from the lost and found box. What yeah. would you guys pick from the lost and found box? Weed. I know there's always weed in there. Not yeah. for me though. For my for my um for my <laughs> yeah. friends who for your, for your grandma for your who has glaucoma. Yeah. Mark, she yeah. does have glaucoma. Not anymore. You know. Oh, okay. She's di- she's dead. Oh but, my god. Do you know what I, I mean? I did it now. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Nelson. <laughs> uh, well, you can smoke one in her honor, I guess. From the <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now she left over a bunch of joints. It's um, like a Proustian thing with the smell, right? Yes. yes <laughs> that you remember her? <laughs> um, my question is this. If you, when this happened in the episode, mm. were you, was this, was this, the, was this a, a plan going forward? Did they have a conversation with you saying, oh, we're no longer going to make you a teacher. We're going to switch up your profession? Or yeah. was this just a way to get to something? What was it? Did they pitch anything else? Or? They were trying to figure out how to just change things up a little bit, you know, mm. have a shake up, shake up the whatever uh, fish <laughs> tank. I don't know. Um, <laughs> and so they they said they were going to have me lose my job and then I was going to be jobless for a while and that I would then find another weird job, I guess. Um, uh, and uh. I'm going to have to remember via watching the show uh which job that next one is uh yeah i'm like were you about to be winston and have a million different career paths yeah Yeah. i mean i think they like i i think this show was like always about drifters you know not drifters but like kind of people (laughs) who are drifting in and out of relationships and jobs and you know kind of figuring it out like they don't have it figured out that's part of the problem that makes the show you know work right you know i guess that the drama is created around and so gotta get jess fired she has a good job (laughs) and she's content like she can't get her in those situations where she's weird and awkward Mm. Mm -hmm. so and she loves being a teacher like that's i mean i always thought that was like one really like key parts of that character was that she just loves being a teacher she loves the kids and you know Taking that away from her really kind of throws her into a tailspin. Yeah, it's interesting because I do. Uh, um, you end up being a teacher. Um, mm-hmm. and it's interesting because in this one, it, it your love for being a teacher is is almost like a relationship. In you know, and obviously people are coupled off on the show when people come and go in relationships. But your job on this one is like being in a relationship because we feel it so much that you lose it. And then it's kind of like, we hope that it actually comes back. 
you know, in a, in a weird yeah, way. My, yeah. my, my character loses jobs and it's like, well, fuck that job. I didn't want that job. Anyway. <laughs> I don't know what a real passion was. You know, this one is definitely a, a character. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Winston's looking for the thing, and Jess knows it, but she just can't quite find the job. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Her journey. We're on the journey. You speaking of a journey. I honestly was so shocked because I remember the multiple calls that would happen. I'm in Video Village with um, what's the name of the department that sits there and decides how many times you can say the word penis and butt. Uh, standards, 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 standards and practices. Right. Yeah, those guys. Because I was like, uh, it was a real like fast dive into vigorous nipple play. I literally was like, oh, this is network <laughs> television. How did that get greenlighted and or greenlit? And then I remember Finkel once being like, oh, we've said butt too many times. We got to cut some butts out of here. I was like, yeah, oh, it's, that? it's a number of times thing. It's actually really funny. They're like, you can say that once, but not more than once. And then they had to have. It was like, I remember there was one where they were like, you can hold a sausage, but you can't say dong while holding the sausage. <laughs> Man. And the, the dude would come by, at least on other shows I was on, the standard practice guy would come by, physically be there to check it oh, out. Yeah. And it was always like a weird little dude. Being like, that's we, had a, we had a, a, a gal. She was not weird. Oh, that's um, good. She was really cool. But uh, she was like, guys, you know, we can't do, can't do the the thing can't say dong more than once the three <laughs> departments that are that are strange that i find on set um because uh, one has been added recently um with the hist with the the state of our oh. world intimacy but, coordinator one, well one is one one is intimacy coordinator one is standards and practices and one the, the COVID compliance people with the stick sure. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you're talking to girls don't like come with a stick and like move you and like Make sure yeah. you're six feet apart. Sometimes you're like, oh, man, this is my good friend. <laughs> They're like, we don't give a damn. You got to stand far apart. And then the intimacy coach, when you're like, you're doing a scene, even if it's not, even if it's not like, it's like networks. It's like network intimacy. You're not doing anything. And they're like right there. Like, hey, listen, if you don't mind, just when you put your waist, put your waist a little bit, put a pillow right there. and do It's so creepy to me. And it takes yeah. away from any level of acting that you planned on doing. You know what I mean? <laughs> Have you had that experience? Any of you on? With, with I that? haven't had uh, an intimacy no. coordinator on any um, sets. I've been. I guess they were maybe they were more like worried about you or something. <laughs> 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 just you. Yo, yeah, it was just for you. <laughs> yeah, there's no department, Lamar. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. What are you talking about? It was about? actually a figment of your imagination. <laughs> Wait, yeah. Nelson, did well, you have to deal with one? There was an intimacy coordinator, but she died 20 years ago. Uh, yeah, I did. Uh, <laughs> I did this uh, show on stars called Gas Gaslit uh, last summer. And mm -hmm. I did a scene with, with Dan uh, Stevens where we went to an orgy. And there were like, I'm not even kidding, like 100 fully nude men and women there. And Whoa. so they had to have like six intimacy coordinators like yeah. positioned all around the room. They all had like like 12. background intimacy coordinators. They were also naked. <laughs> they were all naked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they're like, if you're naked, I'm naked. <laughs> Gosh. And they would so instead of calling you know rolling action or whatever, it would be like rolling, and it would be like robes, and then six people would get all the robes from all the, and then uh, they would be like, and then, it was a crazy thing, but it worked great. It worked really well. Uh, and I saw, saw a lot wow. of dunks. You saw Not, so many dunks. No, I do. I do think it is me. good. I do think it's good to have somebody making sure because there's a lot of weird, you know, gray area, I think. And to make have somebody there making it clear, I think it's a good thing. No. I think it's yeah. helpful because I've definitely had moments where somebody didn't know where the line the was. The line. Whoa. And yeah. you're like, what are you what are you doing? Whoa. No one obviously sat and explained this to you. What are you talking about? I'm opening a condom. What do you mean? <laughs> like, sir, we're not yeah, really like, doing this. Oh, my gosh. I think like, well, I think a lot of female, you know. Actresses have yeah. experienced that before. Oh, we're yeah. like, what is happening? Um, oh, yeah. So okay. what I found to be interesting about this episode is, um, well, well, Schmidt, well, Schmidt, obviously, he's getting his cast, you know, removed, and he wants to throw a party in celebration of that, a danger-themed party. And he, you know, the gang is all there like we normally are. However, on this one, I was actually shocked um, uh, at how inconsiderate Cece's character was you know what i kind of agree with you huh. what a wild that? thing to show up you didn't say you were coming you show up to your ex-boyfriend's spot with your new boyfriend that you don't say you're bringing that was shady yeah it was and weird 
and he got his cast off ready to go. Right. You know, uh, it's and a then you strange just, move. Did you feel that was strange in that moment? Did you was were you were we just like, oh, this is the script, let's do it? I didn't. You didn't know that was like a, a character trait of yours to be uh, asshole. I don't think I put a lot of deep thought in it, though. I do think it's something that's quite understandable. This guy that you really like who dumps you and then invites you to his party to be like, hey, guess what? My penis. Yeah, works. I'd say you're pretty justified in. Uh, yeah, to be like, fine, bring I'll your come, boyfriend. But guess what? <laughs> uh, I'm not interested. You dump me, and she says yeah. that. Cece says that during the party. She's like, you're you dump me. So unless yeah. you want to address that, I'm uh, letting you know that I'm good. So it's a bit of a shady mood, but also a justified one. And my I thing is this: like, how do you pitch? How do you pitch Robbie? Like, hey, we're gonna go to this party. It, uh, my my ex boyfriend got his cast removed from his penis. I want you to be there to celebrate <laughs> it, like because it's free now. <laughs> Robbie's not a normal person, you know. He's happy. <laughs> <laughs> He's happy about everything. You know? Oh, great. I'm so glad his penis is feeling better. Yeah. <laughs> Do you think that the, is the, is it clear that the party's like for the penis cast coming off, like in the invite or does it just say like relaunch danger? I think he mentions it in the beginning. I think he says something about say it celebrating the, it, but I mean, yeah, the paperless post. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Schmidt would be very specific in sharing that information. It also, I mean, it's, it's, I think the reason why Nelson, everybody fell in love with Robbie so much, like the audience fell in love with your character so much because you're the most confident, secure, <laughs> Robbie is the most confident, secure person ever. And you see it established so quickly in this episode. And then when you came back for the Halloween episode mm -hmm. where he's just so cruel towards you. <laughs> yeah. And she just keeps trying to headbutt you and you just keep your hand there. Still loving him. Totally secure in your relationship and in yourself. It's an amazing, um, you're a, he's an inspiration that Robbie. Wow. Yeah, Ro yeah, Robbie would never have a, a, a relaunch party for his penis cast coming off. Yeah, unthreatened. So. Never. Just unthreatened by life. Because Robbie's kinda, penis never left. That's right. <laughs> Unbreakable. He's like a, sort of like a hipster Flanders. You know what I mean? Yes. <laughs> that's I guess he's true. Not a he's just a, like a, a more bearable Flanders. Flanders either way. I think. Can't help but love him. You know, like a lot of it's kind of feels timeless and stuff. And then there are things that date the show, but like the schmidt's list of invites for is the girls from lululemon his badminton partner his financial planner his urologist philip seymour hoffman r.i.p right. um, a writer from crank yankers and obviously cc yeah so some some things in there that that date date the show yeah but yeah, I feel yeah. like it's going to be as this show, you know, goes on and on and on. I think it's always so nice when you like shout out one of like the greats. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the kids will be like Philip Seymour Hoffman. Maybe Phil C. Ho. Body of work. They discovered it through New Girl. Yeah. <laughs> How weird. Yeah. How cool. Yeah. I um, hope so. Everybody. Actually, one of my favorite actors ever. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, One of the best Philip of all time. I'm a little surprised that Schmidt is into Philip Seymour. I thought he was going to say somebody like, you know, Tom Cruise or Val Kilmer. Or yeah. Somebody, or like, um, <laughs> somebody a little more cut perfect. or whatever. Who's that, yeah. uh, who's that like, um, uh, stand up that was really big? <laughs> what was his name? <laughs> oh, Dane Eddie Cook. Murphy? Dane oh. Cook. <laughs> Dane Cook. <laughs> yeah. Dane Cook. That Eddie just Murphy. felt like a, a Schmidt. Um, oh, yeah. Someone yeah. Schmidt would like. Dane Cook somebody with very abs, at least. You know, <laughs> <laughs> Joe Piscopo. You know what I mean? Joe Piscopo. Uh, <laughs> um, so, new girl director Eric Appel um, also uh, wrote on Crank Yankers. Guys, yeah. Crank Yankers. If you don't, oh. if you've never seen it, great show. Where Absolutely. they crank call people, and then um, they puppet. Oh. They animate it with puppets. Right. Yes. So. Uh, um, it's uh, who so there was some for, did we talk about this before where there was someone else on uh there was also a new girl um writer who wrote on crank anchors or am i tripping maybe it was eric i mean they or could, could it just been eric i think they had to have a lot it's funny cuz that it's like improvised but they have like writers 
I randomly was in one of like the sessions watching the crank calling <laughs> years ago, <laughs> and they were like, they're just there live writing like alts and you know kind of responses while the phone call is happening to kind of supplement the uh, mm-hmm. the Im- improvisation. That's so, kind of like our show in a way, though. We had it is, yeah, <laughs> a little mixture, just like our show. <laughs> Um, we brought so, in unsuspecting people. <laughs> didn't know they were acting on a TV show. We had Nelson. lots of puppets. <laughs> um, question. Uh, so this is an episode where we realize, and, and I, th- I think I may have spoken about it before. Um, there, there was like an evolution to my character where I was getting more and more comfortable on the show and getting, I guess, finding out who my character uh, was gonna be and i remember there was a- you were the unsuspecting person <laughs> <laughs> they brought in and you're like i didn't know i was on a show I, was, I thought i was there to interview for some they're things like, you have to create a character you have two seasons. <laughs> that's kind of how it felt you know especially big popping in on the second episode but we we realized thanks to a note from jake kasdan who was screaming out more girly. I think this was the episode when I was yeah. drinking the fruity drink, and, and My I kept favorite saying, part of the episode. Not <laughs> well. It's a big meme now. It's like a big memeable thing where I, you know, I look at the, I'm having the fruity drink in my hand and I say naughty or whatever. Memeable moments. And we and we talk about it. We talk about the kind of drinks that Nick likes to make, the ones the, the ones that Winston likes to drink. Nelson, are you a drinker? What do you what What is in your cup? What do you uh, What's your go to? Yeah, my wife and I like to make cocktails. We have a very robust bar in our house. It's all really? happened during the pandemic, you know. But I'm a, I'm a whiskey guy. I like to have Manhattans and stuff like that. My my wife is a martini drinker. But Ooh. I I notoriously like super sweet drinks that give you a headache later. I really? love that shit. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all the syrups, all the syrups. How about yep. you guys, uh, Lamorne and Hannah? What what do you guys do? You drink or yeah. no? I've been yeah. on a groany kick lately. Those are great. Oh. Or, or a Boulevardier cake. Boulevardier, that's, that's the whiskey yeah. version. Love you guys that. are so yeah. old-fashioned. I Now you guys... Or an old-fashioned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you, you guys are old-fashioned. Yeah. I'm a father I'm, now, you know? Yeah, yeah, so you gotta drink old-fashioned. Mm-hmm. You, I picture you in smoking jackets with cravats. <laughs> I don't have mine um, here, but... How about you, Hannah? You're wine, wine drinker, yeah, right? Yeah, nice glass of cold white wine. That's me too. I don't like red wine. Really? Yeah, me either. Same. I don't like it. I like, like that, uh, white wine or rosé. Me it. too. And Pinot Grigio is my favorite. Pinot <laughs> Grigio. I haven't heard of this one. Oh, yeah. You don't know maybe the correct pronunciation, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually shocked to find out, because uh, Hannah, I'm not, Zoe, you remember this, when Hannah would always talk about how wild her nights would get. Uh, this is your favorite husband. thing to talk about every uh, episode. Eating chicken wings. You tell yeah, the no, she, same story. Yeah, but, yeah, but this, one, this one is, this is, this is why it's different. It's a crazy game of categories or something. Yes, but this is why it's different from the other times that I've told it. Because I was just, uh, Hannah just informed me that all those times where she would come and she, and she would clear, her and her husband would clear a bottle of, a couple bottles of wine. I thought it was red wine. But she'd be like, no, we like went through a bottle of white wine, which I'd never thought. It People really, were, it really like took him for a, like a loop for some reason. I was like, reason. what? <laughs> I said you like on a sunny white. day outside drink and you're like at night downing bottles of clear stuff. I didn't. No, no, I didn't no. <laughs> First of all, we we're not downing bottles It goes anything. well with fish, Lamorne. Yeah, there were any fish. So you know they're playing categories like you said. They weren't I eating know, they're fish. They're playing categories and they ordered wings. I know. <laughs> I know. You Does can drink white, white wine okay, in the evening. I want to hear from the um, wine experts. Does white wine complement wings? Yeah. <laughs> and also, can you drink it in the evening? I'm going to say yes. yes. Of course. 100%. So yes. No. I drink it. That's the. I don't drink red wine. So if I'm drinking wine, it's going to be white wine. Yes. Y'all are and it will be chilled. <laughs> You're so shocked by it. It was so funny. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> I just thought that was After you were better dark? Than that. I thought you were better than that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> we are better than that. Oh, yeah. We're the best. That's right. Thank you so much. Speaking of the best, let's go talk about the best of our products that are sponsoring our show. We'll be back. <laughs> if you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. But what are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. 
every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday. Welcome to our show. And we are back. And we are back. Thanks. Um, those are all my <laughs> products. Um, you know, uh, you had mentioned that uh, all manufactured uh, by Lamorne. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right here in the great state of China. Um, so, Nelson, you talked about you you, you um, witnessing uh, Zoe and Parker dancing um, on on a you know doing the whole thing. You know what I mean? Uh, mm-hmm. A performance situation. Um, what else about this episode do you remember? What else about this? Um, like, did you find maybe interesting or shocking about our shows? There's a lot of things that we find to be different. When people come on our show, they go, oh, I didn't know you guys did things this way or that way. Like, what are your thoughts on, on this one? Yeah, I had a great time. You know, this is, boy, this is over 10 years ago now. Uh, and it was still pretty early in my career. I hadn't really done too much stuff. So this was a big deal for me. And I was very excited to meet everybody. And uh, I remember, you know, the whole time I was doing that episode max had his shirt off for the entire like three days i was there he never put a shirt on and half the time he was really greased up and glimmering and all that and so <laughs> i had said to him like hey man just really casually you know i was like dude how many how often how many days a week do you work out and he looked at me super offended like like a crazy thing to ask him he was like every day dude <laughs> so sorry man even on Sunday, he's like every day. Um, <laughs> well, dude, even Mark Wahlberg takes a, a day off. <laughs> yeah. He has to. He has even to. Mark Wahlberg. He goes Mark harder Wahlberg. than Marky Mark. That yeah, I, been... I worked with him and he worked out twice a day. Jesus. Um, he gets up at like 4 a.m. to work out. He, yes. Three. Okay. Oh my God. Dedication. Oh. But he would take a day off and eat like eat normally. Like oh, not, I think not just chicken breast or whatever. Um, and, and he would also take a day off workout. So Max. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg would have been the Mark, perfect name for yeah. Max to say instead of, uh, instead of um, Phil C. Phil C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you, do you remember your first day on set? Do you remember the first thing you shot? Did you feel nervous at all? Very nervous because I had to do like a stupid little dance uh, when I came in, it was like, they like cut back to me dancing like an idiot to whatever song was playing. And I was like, Oh man, all these people are looking at me. I got to dance. I mean, the pressure's kind of off cause I'm supposed to look dumb, but like, I remember that in the audition. Well, too. you're they, such a cool dancer that you don't know how to dance like an idiot, right? <laughs> Wait, you had yeah. to do the dumb dance in the audition? Yeah, they made me do no. that a lot. The most, the most out of everything, I think. And it even said, like, in the stage direction, he does some super lame dance or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll just God. try and dance the best I can. And this will be you know, perfect for <laughs> till this day. Till this day, that's what I hate the most about um, acting, is when they say, all right, this is the dance scene. Ugh. And I have to, had to do that many a times. And I, my skin crawls. I get I get such anxiety and i usually back out of it but on this one they put me on a stage at the end and had me singing and dancing which i did not like that I was not like it at all the yeah, bumper the or whatever that was episode. amazing the yeah. tag yeah well it's yeah. funny because it's a full circle thing right because the it starts with jake in the shower singing delight's groove is in the heart which <laughs> yeah. he really committed to the to the rem- ba- bad good <laughs> singing yeah. i remember somehow like liz was like more excited about getting the rights to that for Jake to sing than almost anything I can think of. Like, she was like, we got Groovis in the heart. Uh, like, it, Jake's going to sing it. And then Jake was really annoyed. He did not yes. want to. He was like, this is so stupid. Yeah, that's why it's so good. It's such a perfect choice. Yeah, you yeah, can it feel was. that he, he thinks it's stupid. taking advantage of, like, everything yeah. Jake Johnson has to offer. Right, he wanted yeah. to sing Springsteen or something, and uh, yeah, so, no. but yeah. no, that's right. You have to sing um, "Delight." <laughs> I couldn't figure out Lamorne at the end if you were trying to do bad singing, but you you just can't because you're no, actually a really it. good singer. Yeah, I have one of the uh, greatest voices of all time. That's just what people yep. say. Yeah, um, that's, that's also just how people feel. Zoe's talked about it. Um, Zoe's invited me to be uh, on her album numerous times. I've declined. Um, 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 <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, not, um, there's not a lot of truth just go to with that. it. Yeah, just um. go with it. Just go with it. It's fine. It's fine. Um, <laughs> don't be embarrassed by that. Uh, <laughs> I'll do it one day. 
Um, no, but I, I actually hate that. I, I used to do musical theater, and I ne- I just the dumber the better. And I think they might they may have auto tuned some stuff for me. Which is great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to you know I had to come back and sing on your show. I had to sing Toto with you, Zoe, and of course, oh yeah, they got somebody to sing for me. Thank God, it was really? it was our really? um, it was our composer. No way, Ludwig, he sang? Oscar winning composer. <sighs> Um, for our show, um, he didn't win an Oscar for our show. <laughs> for Toto, he did the score for Black Panther, so that's what he won for. But he sang um, your part in. Uh, he in, sang that. In... I can't believe you guys are surprised, and nobody knows it wasn't me. I, this is amazing that I'm getting away with this all these years, but now it's, <laughs> now it's over. I guess. But... Oh my! Gosh. You did a very good job. Um, wow! Lip syncing it. Oh, thanks, thanks a lot. And you yeah. did a good job actually singing it because you're a beautiful <laughs> singer. <laughs> well, the reason why we brought you on the show today, Nelson, is so you Here can you redeem yourself. Oh, this yeah. is your moment you, to redeem. You know you're capable. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Well, you know, I, it, yeah, Apple earpods are my preferred way to record my voice. So I, <laughs> I can hear the echo like, oh, through the no, night. No, the microphone's not. It's not right. It's, yeah. uh, Ugh, I don't Ugh. want my vocal chain. Uh, it's not. Uh. <laughs> my, uh, right, my producers are not going to let me sing in without my proper uh, uh, microphone. Yeah, you need permission from your label. Yeah. I was actually, <laughs> sh- I was actually shocked sure. to realize that none of the members in Toto uh, were black. I was like, they, I, I thought they were black this whole time. Uh, so, really? I, yeah, I just I mean those voices are and they're talking about Africa. So I was just yeah. like, oh man. <laughs> it's like they, miss, so... they miss the rain in Africa, implying that they're down there all the time. <laughs> also, none of that song I mean, I love the song, but it doesn't make a lot of sense lyrically. <laughs> once you start once you break it down, like if you sing that song in karaoke and you start reading the words, you're like, wait, <laughs> wait what? I can't oh Did they say I blessed the rain down in Africa? Yeah. <laughs> or missed oh, yeah. it. It I is blessed what, the rain? I think it's one of each, or they switch or something. It's like about a flight, and he's talking about like a flight, and like, you know, and then all of a sudden I miss the rains, and, I, and we're like, wait, what? Yeah. Did <laughs> they miss them huh? or bless them? I thought they were saying bless this whole time. My memory is that they say bless and miss in the song, but I can't remember. Oh. <laughs> bless the rain. Okay. I will yeah, say this, though. I'm not sure if it's bless or miss. Yeah. I think I guess like, we. Even the internet doesn't know, you know? If you're just tuning in, if you're a member of Toto, please uh, call in. <laughs> yeah, all the, all the members oh, of Toto that listen to this podcast, please call us. <laughs> what are you saying, Yeah, Hannah? it's bless. It is, wow. It says are you sure, bless. though? Because sometimes the internet has it wrong. I don't, I what mean, right somebody is like transcribed the, the lyrics, you know? I seek yeah, to right. cure what's deep inside, frightened of this thing that I've become. This is a Ooh. real... Ooh. I tell you, you've been to Africa. I mean, Ooh, it make you do something. You know what I'm saying? After yeah. two something. I bet um, Hannah. Yeah. Hannah, you've been everywhere. Yeah, Hannah's I, like a travel blogger. <laughs> <laughs> While that, filming New Girl, I actually don't know anybody traveler. with as much wanderlust as you. I do. I remember having that conversation with when uh, with Jamie Lee Curtis. Um, <laughs> I was talking to her because we were going to uh, Jesse and I were going to India. And I, and she was like, I love India. And she was talking about all this stuff. And I was like, Wow, have you ever been? She's like, Oh no, 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 no. She's like, I have zero wanderlust, zero. And I was like, You should really go. It's really beautiful. She's like, No. And I was like, Wow, I I love people who know themselves that well, right? Or yeah. and don't feel like they have to pretend to go like, Well, maybe, or I could. She was like, Oh no, no, thank you, no wanderlust at all. I was like, Wow. I was like, no, I have to, I have to, I got to be somewhere at all times. You, got, I gotta you have to. I love to travel, but I'm like really specific about like where and like what type of place. Like I don't just want to randomly go places, you know? I found it yeah. interesting that, uh, that Nel- um, Robbie had never left California. Yeah, yeah. that was a great line. <laughs> That's yeah, the yeah. thing. People hit me up later about that because, you know, Robbie ended up turning into being uh, like a cool bass player because I... I say I never left oh, California, yeah. but then I did go on tour with Santana later. And then I also said, <laughs> "You're not uh, in a band." Yeah, I just hate music. What's <clears throat> up with me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. A little, a few inconsistencies. Well, well there's he never left California at this point, but yeah, right. maybe he was right. touring with Santana like after, like in, in yeah. the break. Uh, right. You know, yeah, oh, yeah. in the you're break. Find himself. I, that was my question for you, Nelson, because I feel like in every episode, especially in this season, you just um, 
you just have to sit there and take a lot of personal attacks yeah from from max about all parts of you all the mm-hmm. time did you know that was going to be part of the job when you're actually there on the receiving end as an actor how does it because i had to take a lot of that from max too but it was usually all about my culture right there was always some weird like indian brown skin thing coming my right. way and to be very honest with you it didn't really phase me at all doesn't that but that, that humor <laughs> didn't age <Yeah>. well <laughs> right well like yeah my thing is like as long as it makes me laugh i don't care what did he say he said uh who's that liberty shell liberty bell shaped guy over there <laughs> but and, you know this is like you know, over 10 years ago. So I'm watching the episode last night and I was like, oh man, I was so much thinner back then and they still call me fat, you know, like that. Uh, uh, no, it's fine. I don't, I don't mind that kind of thing at all. It's, it's funny. As long as it's funny, I don't care. As long as it's well-written, you know, uh, I don't have any, like, I'm not getting offended by any of this stuff. Come on. Yeah. It's, it's weird. Good. It's always so weird when things like that kind of happen. I feel like as I watch it and you're a friend with someone, you're just like, feel about them because they're obviously grossly exaggerating the sure. thing right yeah. they're grossly ex- yeah. that's right he's pissed off he's trying to be mean he's trying to just like grab at straws that's part of the character and it just makes him look terrible but it's always a weird thing to just sit there and take it i think that's why i love the character of robbie so much is that he's just like oh you poor little sad man yeah there's no negativity it reminds no. me of that story did you did you ever hear that story about uh, home alone there's that there's real quick there's this one part where Macaulay Culkin's like looking at a like his family's gone. He's looking at a picture of his older brother Buzz, his girlfriend, and she's like super mm-hmm. ugly. And she yeah. goes, "Ugh, woof." And <laughs> apparently, John uh, John Hughes didn't. Sorry, who was it? Was uh, they didn't want to be mean it's, to anybody? Um, Chris Columbus. I mean, Chris Columbus. She's talking about. It. Uh, he mm-hmm. didn't want to be mean to any young girl, so he had Buzz dress up like a girl and took a picture of him, and that's the picture <laughs> of the ugly <laughs> girlfriend. So nobody's feelings. I totally her. agree with him. I have such yeah. a hard time being mean to people. Yeah, <laughs> I don't like mean humor very much, but the show I'm doing right now is like I'm. I have to be mean, but it's kind of like fun to step out of my com- comfort zone. <laughs> oh yeah, a little bit. Totally. Well, we gotta talk about brands. That's one of my favorite things that they kind of like jump into in this episode. Is what's the brand of every character? And I love the fact that when they get to you, Lamar, and when they get to Winston's character, they're like, "You're just." <laughs> like yeah, owning up to the fact that we still don't Winston. know. Yeah. <laughs> We're still brand trying to Winston. figure it out. Yeah, Winston's brand is is Winston, which I thought <laughs> uh you're right, and it made uh made a lot of sense. It did. It made a lot of sense. And the writers we got, were like, uh, I don't know yet. Exactly. And then towards the end we got to we, we got us we got to see a glimpse of what that meant. And I think actually after this episode, we start to see a lot more of that. A weird uh off off the off the rails a little bit uh, of a character i think the next episode next few episodes we start to see a little bit more of that we introduce all kinds of prank sinatra stuff and mm. you know uh, different jobs and things like that um and, and and that's the same for for your character nelson um when you come yeah. in like like we said you are this um jobless person who who not jobless person less traveled person who doesn't like music is that something who is that something that was discussed or did you just get a script one day and realize oh i'm different <laughs> yeah no I, I nobody ever talked to me about what i was gonna become or who this person was i just you know they just sent me the script but i will say that i uh you know i'm a big fan of writers in general uh thank you guys thank you. had some yeah you guys had some really really good writers on that show and they were always very, very true very kind. We had a lot me. of them too. I yeah. think we had like one of the biggest writers' rooms. Really? <laughs> yeah, we were only rivaled by the Wu Tang Clan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that we had like such a huge writers' room, like, and it was just yeah. stacked full of amazing writers. And these are all people I ended up working with many other times later in my life too. And oh, that's I, nice. I did my last TV show on NBC was this Josh Malmuth show, and um, uh, and I just became good friends with Noah Garfinkel and stuff. All these guys, but. My point, my point being is they would come to me and say, like, this is what we're thinking. Do you like it? Do you want to change anything? They were always very open with me about it. And I'm like, hey, you know, this is early in my career. I'm like, I'm not going to, I'm not the boss. So you tell me what to do. <laughs> but uh, they were always really cool about it. And also, um, I mean, it started off, this, Robbie just started off literally as like a prop to annoy Schmidt. Mm. That was the only purpose. So I wasn't looking too deeply into it past that, you know, it's just everything he's not and doesn't appreciate, you know. But then later, I had you know it got much more sort of deep and complex and stuff. That was very. It's nice so funny because you were kind of given a hard job and you did it so beautifully because 
um, Schmidt was such a beloved character that you would automatically think that the audience wouldn't like you. No matter what you did, they wouldn't like you because they love he, him so much and they root for him so much. But you just but isn't were Schmidt so like lovable. kind of a beloved and kind of like like somebody that people like make fun of too. I don't sure. know. It's like it's not mm. beloved like you know in the same way as some other beloved. You know, like Jesus. He's not like beloved like Jesus. <laughs> He's not like beloved like like Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Uh, that's, right. that's right. I agree with that. He's pretty high maintenance. Yeah, people. Yeah. <laughs> Now that I'm re- now that I'm thinking about that story, I told you about how Max said I work out every day. That's such a Schmidt thing for him to say. There's a lot of, <laughs> lot of Schmidt in there. It's a lot of crossover. I just yeah. remember in the the first it was the first or second season. I think I think actually he worked out a ton between the two seasons. Yeah. Oh yeah, and got more fit. And it was <laughs> it, like he came back. And he was doing CrossFit every day. And right. I just remember like walking past like the little fly in the wall thing where I was like walk past him. He was talking to some guest star, and he goes, "Yeah." Uh, Look up paleo diet. <laughs> <laughs> Man. I was like, oh my God, you are. Well, he was you are dedicated. <laughs> he, he, it's interesting, and I, I want to ask you the same question too. Um, you have a very, uh, it's really funny and a very specific demeanor on our show um, and your delivery on our show. Um, is that, with Max, for example, when Max would come in in the morning, he would just kind of be like, it'd be super early and he'd be groggy and he'd, and he'd say, you know, hey, what'd you do yesterday? I'm like, oh, I went out. He's like, oh, cool, cool, cool. All right. And he'll go in this trailer and he'd crank out 50,000 push-ups and then you would hear, he would have his bands in there and he'd come out as Schmidt, a completely <laughs> different person. It'd be weird, you know. Um, you, you, your brand of comedy is is very dry and so funny. It's like, um, do, is that is that something that you enjoy doing the most? Uh, oh, yeah. Do you like getting crazy and like broad and ever and big and wilder? Yeah, I would love to do that too. I mean, I and I have done that, uh, and it's really special for me. But my sort of you know neutral point is sort of like a like a low energy type of but the thing here's the thing about robbie you have which a good I, baritone you know yeah. Yeah. a nice uh, <laughs> uh, uh, uh what do they call it a vocal fry a little, yeah. Oh, a little nice. yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Nice, good radio voice you know mm. i did a lot of high school theater too and they would always musical theater and they would always have to tune the songs down like three octaves for me to be able to sing <laughs> but here's the thing about Robbie which I don't find in many other roles ever is that he's he's simultaneously the straight man and also like a character at the same time you know it's because yes. because Schmidt is so lo- big and I loved it when then when they made uh Schmidt and Robbie friends who were sort of cooperating yeah. that was so fun for me and and that's a perfect example like I got to play everything down because Schmidt is so big, it doesn't yeah. matter what. It doesn't matter my weird character quirks. It's like it's not going to be anything compared to Schmidt. You know, that's a that's a hundred percent true. Because we don't you don't see that often. The the person who gets to play the straight person who was also the character. That's every that ki- but that's the special thing about this show. I think yeah, every yeah. single mm-hmm. person like played a version of a straight person sometimes and a version mm-hmm. of a of a like sort of more over-the-top character. It's like everyone had, like, the quirk that made them the kind of crazy person in the scene or could make them a crazy person in the scene and then also had the ability to be, like, mm. this, you know, the straight man. And, and, all, and also something I find interesting about this show, too, is that every guest star, and, and I'm not just saying that because you're here, every guest star could have their own spinoff of that character. <laughs> To go off and, yeah. and to lead their own series. We that missed way. out on a on a real opportunity. There. <laughs> we should have done it. Damn it, should've Liz. It. I mean, I want to. Yes. Yeah, I want to yeah. know more about Parker Posey's character, her yeah. whole life and backstory. Yeah. That was a super because it wasn't like she had a huge role in this um, in this episode, but it's so memorable because she oh, just yeah. got so weird with the her PhD her. Pretty heavy drug problem, um, <laughs> which I thought was super funny. Did you know her from before, Zoe, or did, was that the first time you'd met Parker Posey? I didn't know her before that, but I did see her again a few years later at a film festival, and we had a really fun time hanging out. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, no, I hadn't met her. But like, I don't think it would be a surprise 
that she's one of my heroes. So uh, <laughs> I don't think it's like super surprising. She's like, um, she was just like the like cool, funny, interesting actor who, you know, made great choices and, you know, just, you know, when I was like in high school, I just like Parker Posey was like it, you know. Mm-hmm. Sure. Her invested show is like one of my favorite things. Ever. Oh my god! Have you so seen Lost good. in Space? Have you seen her in Lost in Space? Oh yeah. Oh, she's so great. She's so, so great. Good. That's so the great. one thing about this show, Party Girl. That we got to come on Party yeah. Girl. Yeah. Party Girl. We were just like, how? How are you? How are yeah, you, you guys, here? You guys got a lot of big names on that show. It was amazing. Yeah. We really did. It was incredible. Everybody loves it. Yeah. Yeah, it's really wild because I guess I realized when you came on because this is you know the first episode of season two. Had you watched any of season one? Like, had you watched the show? I'm not sure if I had. I, it's so hard for me to remember. Bye, I mean, bye, Nelson. Yeah, like, <laughs> goodbye. It's one of my favorites now. Like we, my wife and I, George and I, watched through it like five times at this point. But at that point, I don't know. I don't remember what I was watching ten years ago, eleven years ago. It's crazy. Who who can remember these things? Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, there wasn't uh, any platform for you to just jump don't on say and two be broke like, let's girls. catch up. Yeah. No. Don't <laughs> even say two broke girls. Don't you dare. Um, <laughs> what if that was like our enemy? <laughs> I just assumed. I just assumed that it, that it was. No, I've never no, always no. girls no, or two broke no, girls. We had no rivals, you know, but, yeah, uh, yeah. But, but we could just invent. We could invent rivals. Who um, was like, I, who was like, I feel like we were never up against other shows that were like, the same genre. Uh, it, it, once it, it ended up becoming uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. I want to say uh, no. Brooklyn so. Nine Nine was on our same network, so it it was our like lead in, or no, we were their lead in, or yeah, we would, they, were, like, they would show us back to back. We we they were like our allies. I'm talking about like other networks playing oh. at the same time. Oh, the it news would usually be like a drama or <laughs> yeah, new, news. <laughs> what, I can't remember what day of the week. New Girl no, was. it was at nine at nine, so there wouldn't be a uh, nine o'clock news. Um, uh, um, what day was it? What day of the week was it? Tuesdays. Tuesdays at nine. Yeah, yeah. Tuesdays I think it was. Uh, I think it was like. Uh, some drama uh, yeah. uh, on one yeah. of the n- ma- other major networks, and then I think there was like maybe it might have been two broke girls, a reality show. Anyway, you know, um, I, I get uh, there's a lot of like young people who are fans of New Girl because of you know Netflix and stuff now, yeah. and them, them hearing us talking about tuning in at Tuesday at nine must be the craziest thing. That's like, a yeah. thing that's <laughs> <laughs> well, hey guys, you got a tuner? Think it's still on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. You know? or they right. think it's a Netflix show. I've had a lot right. of people think it's a Netflix show. Yeah. Oh yeah, you yeah. want a Netflix show, girl? What's the it's with the girl? That's you. <laughs> Man. Right now we're gonna go to break. We're gonna hear about some stuff, and uh, we're gonna come back in a second. back we're gonna go and we're gonna go gingerly into nick's closet <laughs> find his box we're gonna crawl into the back of that dirty old closet and we're gonna um, open the box of memories and we're gonna get a memory nick's box is brought to you by hyundai when it comes to your journey hyundai is thinking of every mile Nelson, do you have a, a, a favorite memory from uh, New Girl? Favorite memory from New Girl? Dang. Uh, I remember um, there's two things that come to my mind. One of them is I, the first time I did an episode where Max and, and me, were when Robbie and Schmidt were friends, I was like trying to spy on Cece at a restaurant and Schmidt like catches me and comes over and is like, are you spying on it? And I had an idea for a joke. And I was like, oh, it kind of be funny. It would be funny if I if I said this. And uh, but I'm not gonna. And Max was like, you should do it. And I'm like, I was like, no, 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 I'm not. I'm not gonna. I was too like scared to bring it up. And then Max, out of his own the kindness of his heart, he like brought me over to Jake, who was directing, and was like, listen to this joke Nelson wants to do. It's really funny, and you should put it in. And I told him, and then and now it's in the episode. And that was the first time oh. I like ad libbed something on TV. That was a long time ago. Oh. It was. Uh, <laughs> it, like I'm like wearing a hat. And I'm trying to spy on CC. And then at the end of the scene, Max goes, uh, he's like, do you think she saw me? And I said, yeah, you don't have a hat on. 
then my other memory was uh, we we did a, we did that Christmas episode where we were all dancing out there in the street with Megan Fox. Um, was it? Was this? No, no. This, this was way later. This was okay. This was like season six or something. Um, and uh, it was we were shooting this like joyous nighttime Christmas episode the day after or like the same week maybe it was the day after trump got elected the day after <laughs> i remember this oh, so clearly gosh. And i remember was, that i don't want to make it about that or whatever but i just have a very visceral memory of like having to turn on the smiles and then as soon as we cut just like going back to the <laughs> um, and and aaron was directing that one and she was yep. the most upset out of everybody obviously it was crazy it was a crazy day and that was yeah. also the day where that was also the day where we were we were all standing out there in the street i remember there's a picture of us all standing there i had my little santa hat on the whole cast standing on the street yeah. for that Christmas episode. And we're all getting the picture and I'm standing next to Megan. And she said, uh, she was kind of looking at me like, like this. And, and I heard her like quietly say to Max, like, Is this guy supposed to be. And, uh, <laughs> and, 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 uh, sorry to, to, um, to Jake. And, uh, and Jake was like, yeah, he's on the show. He's on the show. And she turned to me and, and she was like, Art, really? How long have you been on the show? And I was like, six years. Uh, and that made Jake laugh a lot because I was, you know, I just didn't care about it. Anyway, that's all. Those are, those are fun memories. I don't want to put shade on anybody. I don't want to talk Oh, oh no, that's, that's very a, good. By the way, the confidence of that response is where you see a Robbie Nelson overlap. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to very years. sweetly tell you I've been yeah, here hadn't Megan forever. Fox watched the show before? Maybe she'd never seen not. the show. I, I, I just guess stepped not. in with no research. Uh, we got to have her on next and ask have you seen yeah. this show <laughs> have you seen the show i think maybe um we'll get you know we can clear up some uh you know uh some of these gossip rumors about how she didn't know who nelson franklin was all right i don't expect megan fox to know who nelson franklin that's another universe there she's on her doing her hey, thing it's all hey, good I, hey 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 you shut up you shut up right there, Which right now. Everybody knows who everybody you are. Everybody knows who you are, bro. That's Thank right. That's right. Everybody that's right. knows. Mr. Franklin. Thanks for bringing out Nick's box, Hyundai. Remember, from shopping to buying to owning, Hyundai has your back. Like our favorite memories, taking a Hyundai on your journey will keep you feeling safe and warm. Learn more at HyundaiUSA.com. By the way, your bit in Jimmy, on Jimmy Kimmel, I have to say, is... Uh, so funny. One of the funniest things ever. Because I <laughs> immediately when I saw that guy, I thought, man, you know who he looks like? He mm-hmm. looks like Nelson Franklin. And yeah, that was a know. that was a wild month of my life there when that came out. When they, <laughs> what was it? I didn't see it. It's Sorry. so funny. The you, know you know this guy George Santos, this like this terrible... Oh yes. Oh my god. Did you play him on I did, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> there was sort of like this like three week period where people were coming out of the woodwork saying that I look like this guy or he looks like me, whatever the case may be. So yeah, uh, Kimmel had me on, and I did a bit. It was super fun. Uh, it was wild. I think I'm going to do. <laughs> I, yeah, so I think funny. I'm going to do some more too. Spoiler Just so you know, oh what a talented okay, actor. Everybody, tune in to Jimmy Kimmel to see <laughs> Nelson Franklin play George Santos. Not um, that there's any question, but um, Nelson Franklin is such a talented actor that they sprung this like ten page monologue that he has to basically do on Kimmel live, running around with nobody else, and they offered a teleprompter. Right. Because they literally gave it to you like an hour and a half, two hours before. And he said, nah, I got this. And went what? and memorized the entire thing and did it it's, just by himself. And yeah. ran. I mean, you're so talented and it's, amazing. I, and uh, people should uh, should recognize if you and were a great there, memory, you would have done the same thing because they were talking about putting a teleprompter. It was a Steadicam shot all throughout these hallways rocking around. And they were going to put the teleprompter on the Steadicam. Poor guy. I can't be like, yeah. Looking at the, yeah. it would have been crazy. It would have been psychotic. You would have done the same. You guys would have killed it too, I'm sure. Well, you did a great job. You did, did a great, great job. job. Um, so Hannah? Yes. You, you got All something right. for us? Yes, I do. You have something. I is do. Is it real or is it? Yes, fake? it is. It's very real. Okay. On my bear hunt, um, there's a bear. And of course there would be because it's the launch of a brand new season. So there had to be an actual bear, not a refrigerator bear. And it's right there on. Tanya's desk, the vice principal's desk. Next oh. to the oh. Okay. I forgot to pay attention to the bears. 
I just never do. That's Hannah's Hannah's, uh, area. (laughs) It's my job, and I love it so much. It It makes me so happy hunting for the bear. I I also enjoy myself doing it. Yes, that's right. Hannah, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm shocked you found it this time because you've been slacking. You've been slacking. You haven't I found it. I am not slacking. I found it's... every episode there's a bear. I found them all. I just didn't want to say anything to the fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You, last couple episodes, have not found the bear. This one, I'm like, damn, Hannah. All right. Yes. Thank you so much. Not me. Very, I don't pay nice. Professional. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't fuck with bears. <laughs> now it's time to open up Schmidt's sexy mailbag, a segment brought to you by Hulu, where I answer a fan question. My favorite thing to do. I love answering fan questions. Please keep sending them. I love it. So this week's question is, Hannah, you spoke a lot about your hair for the show on the podcast. I was wondering if there was ever a time when you wanted to switch it up on New Girl but couldn't. I know a lot of actresses do a big change after playing a role for many years. Just wondered if you'd ever felt locked into the CC hair. Uh, That's from Sarah H. in Texas. I love my bangs. (laughs) I love my bangs. I truly do. I have actually um, tried to grow them out once. I feel like a few years ago after New Girl. And I was like, "Um, no, this is terrible. This doesn't work for me at all. I recently announced I started cutting my own bangs. Took 10 years to get that confidence. I love it. I love my bangs. I do remember on the show once, um, I talked about this on the podcast, where we slicked my bangs back for uh, an episode where Cece goes to a nightclub and I was wearing like this red leather dress and we were like, oh, let's make it a little rock and roll. And um, the powers that be on the show uh, were very displeased. (laughs) That was a very signature Cece look to have the bangs, the long hair, so the character could not really stray from it, which I understand. Um, there's that comfort in the familiar. Um, but no, me as Hannah, I I love my bangs. So I never felt locked in or restrained by it. And if I ever have a moment where I'm just like, what would I look like? I just swoop them to the side, y'all. I swoop them to the side and I feel like a whole new person. I mean, okay, so this has been a great first episode back into season two. Um, Nelson, you want to sing us out to uh, Groove is in the Heart? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. shit. Are we going to oh, do it for real? I was going to do it. <laughs> oh, okay. Go, go, go. 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 Groove is in the heart. Oh, Groove is in the heart. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, dude. Is that Somewhere between Jake and Lamorna. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Nelson. Thank you, Nelson. We had Thanks such a good time. Me. Please come Thank back. You. Come back. Yes. Like, subscribe, buy our merch now. <laughs> You've been listening to Welcome to Our Show, a New Girl recap podcast. Welcome to Our Show is a production of iHeartRadio, hosted by Zoe Deschanel, Lamorne Morris, and Hannah Simone. Our executive producer is Joelle Monique. Our engineer and editor is Daniel Goodman. The Welcome to Our Show theme song was written by Zoe Deschanel, performed and produced by Zoe Deschanel and Pierre Dorito. Follow us on Instagram at Welcome to Our Show Pod. If you have a question you'd like us to answer, you can email us at Welcome to Our Show Podcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share far and wide. Thanks for listening. We'll hear you next week. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. That makes us FACET for life now, I guess. (laughs) Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's Ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And new episodes Friday.